0: Hi, everyone. I'm Contessa from Taos, New Mexico. Welcome to another exciting edition of the Romantic Truth podcast. Please be advised that the content of this show is for adults 18 years and older. Now, here is your host, Jiao Sun, in Las Vegas. everyone, Johnson with you here, Romantic Truth in Las Vegas, baby, yeah, Keeping it real. Alright folks, um, we're going to talk about a lot of things today. First of all, I want to address um, an article that I read, and you probably can look at the, um, I think I posted the video on Facebook.com backslash Romantic Truth. If I didn't, you can go to YouTube and do a search for Bulgarian Bride Market or Bulgarian bridal Bazaar. What this is primarily, there's a subsect in every culture, several and many, where people may have their own culture, their own way of doing things, and it doesn't represent the larger spectrum of people in the population. In central Bulgaria they have this uh, group called a And what these people do, um, they have been somewhat like gypsies throughout history from what I've read on them. And it's southern Bulgaria. Nothing bad about these people. Uh, They're just different in the way they practice certain things such as marriage. Now, Here's the way it goes, they have a bridal market every year, well some of you are thinking oh wedding dresses, wedding cakes that new, it comes down to where the brides are put on parade basically, to be sold to husbands, so we're going to discuss in this particular segment some of the processes in which this takes place, well it starts at birth, young girl, grows up to the age of 18, throughout that period of time, she's coached more by her mother. Mother teaches her about domestic duties, cooking, um, house cleaning, all the things that are traditional. Now, it's not uncommon for these women not to allow their daughters to get involved in any strenuous uh, activities. In other words, they don't want to get them injured with skin blemishes, cuts, scrapes, that kind of thing they want them to remain virgins so they limit interaction with boys. Now some of these girls have gotten around that by going on the internet and social media but the thing is the pure the girl is the more of a price she will fetch at auction. So now what does this mean in essence? Usually the child is groomed throughout her years so that she looks forward to the day of being sold as a bride. Now, the way this works is the family will take as many resources as possible to invest in that girl on that day to make sure she's ready for that day. They will empty the coffers of her clothing, hair, jewelry, whatever it takes for her to attract a good bid. Now, most of the bids start at about a thousand dollars they go up, but it's contingent on certain things such as their education, their background, a physical appearance, clothing, yeah, it's very materialistically based and very objectifying, but this is the way they do it. In cultural anthropology, there's a thing called cultural relativism. You may not be able to relate to it in the West, but in Eastern Europe, they can relate to it, okay? So it's valid. In this particular group of people that's all that matters now here's the thing with this the mother accompanies the daughter usually and she's the one who negotiates pricing now also she can investigate and ask questions of this gentleman what kind of sexual positions are you looking for in the bedroom Uh, they will go and ask those probing personal questions. It can be anything from the kitchen to the bedroom. Because what she's trying to do is get the best bang for the buck. No pun intended. Now, it could very well be that the guy could go and do a background check on the woman and avoid her altogether. She might like the guy, but the guy is not interested in her. And he moves on. Now this means that she probably slept with someone that he knows, or slept with someone he he knows about, it could be something else, she could have been locked up, it could be whatever. But, he could discriminate against her or use his preferences against her based on her background. And she can do the same with him, it could be a situation where there may be a mutual attraction and they find out something about each other and the deal is off, quite uncommon. Now, in the event she and her mom may like a man because mom is going to have influence on her decision if she decides that she likes a man what may happen as a compromise and the guy really wants her but he really doesn't have the money she will marry him under the condition that he takes on her surname instead of her taking on his and that he also turns over his assets or his paycheck in other words she has the finances meaning that if you really look at it possibility that mom could also have influence on those finances as well now this is nothing uncommon they have this in other cultures throughout our world name different things under different pretenses But here's the thing that you will find and one thing that i found a congruency in many of them usually financially strapped groups of people participate in things like this in other words the transfer of wealth oh and by the same token don't we have that here in america in a way the lady that wants you to take out to the five-star restaurant on the first date Well, that's just like you paying a bidding price. Doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to marry her. Doesn't mean you're going to get the quality of the other date. Just means that you paid a hell of a lot of money to be with somebody. You see, some women actually look at their time as more important than who they are. And so they value their time. The ugliest woman could charge the most on a date say I only go to five star restaurants she could look like not one of the most attractive women in the world but she may value her time over her looks so therefore if she sees it (laughs) you should pay for me to be with you there's some people that have that uh, mindset now there are a few things that we have to realize that women fear as well especially younger women, older women, women in their 40s and up usually get it by now. Younger women are the ones that are worried about missing out. They have FOMO, fear of missing out. They want to get that guy that they can make the best decision on. And as I told you, hypergamy is really big with younger women a lot, especially the poorer the woman is, the higher she's going to try to reach. That's the way it goes. <laughs> not only pure monetarily, for in self-esteem and spirit. Also, many of these women fear settling. Or well, they feel as though they could've had something better than you. They pick men like they pick clothing. You know how some women will go to a store, because they not sell their body dress, maybe wear it once but never again? That's the way some women do with men. So, let's keep, keep that in mind. Another thing, too, many of these women are afraid of being alone in general. Oh, I can't tell you how many women have told me that they love being single. And then when we got together, it was like they were saying, I love you on the first date and shit like that. What they're doing is cognitive dissonance. I'm saying one thing, but I mean another. I'm doing another. Behaving another way. Some of these women are lonely, they won't cuddle buddies. They may have issues from the past that were never resolved. They may not have had a loving household. They may have love for all pent with pent-up demand, but never had someone that they felt comfortable giving it to. And see. The one thing that messes up a lot of women in their approach for men is that they come in based on the way other women think. Ladies, that's the reason why you're having so many problems with men. Is because they're coming in by the way other men think at the barbershop in those places, listening to bullshit and then going out there and trying to implement it, and it doesn't work. Here's the thing you gotta realize. Men look for confident women, not cocky women, not women that are still trying to put themselves above everybody else. If a man wants that, he wants a woman that's already there, not someone who's trying to get there. And this is what you miss out on. A wealthy man is not gonna look for a poor woman that's trying to bring herself up, unless he wants absolute control. He wants somebody in his peer group, in his circles. So you're trying to climb up and he's never gonna get a chance to see you for the most part. And so you're left with this image of, I could have done better in life with a better partner than you. Not really. You may believe that, but that doesn't mean it's true. This is one of the reasons why you have a lot of women talk about, this is my truth. It has to be their truth because the reality, the real truth does not actually coincide with their reality. They're thinking of what they would like to have versus what is actually happening. And many of these women will drop good men in relationships to reach for someone that they don't know. See, here's the one thing that messes women up a lot and they focus on this too much. You know that mystery shit, the mystery man? As men, we use that to our advantage, ladies. That's what we use to exploit you. That's what we use to lie to you. That's what we use to deceive you. And we let you play into that game like a fool every time. But you think, oh, behind door number one, he's gonna be this. Door number two, he's gonna have this. Door number three, he's gonna have that. No, half of these guys don't think they're gonna have just a job and a dick. But they're not gonna let you know that because what they're going to do is to play into your fantasy. They're gonna blow smoke up your ass, ladies. And they're gonna have to, because why? You're required of the men. That's the reason why men are only doing what you want them to do for you. So if you're coming in talking about some kind of fantasy you have, he's gonna play along with that shit. The last thing he's gonna do is act a fool and stand his ground. Now he might do that after you get between your legs. He might do that at some point when you ask for a commitment. But going in, he ain't gonna say shit. It's gonna be silent running. Cause he's not stupid. He ain't gonna blow an opportunity like that. And these are things that we have to face. And a lot of people don't like doing it. But I'm gonna tell you, mystery. Now, here's the thing with you ladies, with trying to be the mysterious woman. You don't realize you're missing out. The reason why you don't realize you're missing out, while you being mysterious and that other woman is laying it out as the way it is in that relationship if Eva's gonna be with her, she's gonna always beat you out. Why do I have to wait and try to wait until this mystery unfolds with her when I could be with this woman who's already told me what I'll be contending with in the beginning? franker dialogue another thing too ladies it is not a compliment to be called a unicorn you know what a unicorn is called in the sexual world it's a third reel it's a woman that likes to fuck couples they're not necessarily concerned with one-on-one because some of you think, oh, it's, it's so beautiful. They call me a unicorn. That's special. He's not calling me sweetie or baby. Mm-mm. <laughs> Realize it. Some of you don't. Some guys prep women for that. By calling them that, and they think, oh, that's special. No, well, he's trying to push you in the direction of uh, maybe having a threesome. By getting you with another woman. So, don't go there with it, something to think about. The other thing, fellas, a lot of these women, usually the younger ones, the older ones don't have time for games, that's one thing I like about older women, that's one thing I liked about dating them in the past. They didn't have a lot of games. You know, an older woman would tell you, okay, now, you know what, let's go and fuck, and that would be it she'd tell you that and that would be it they didn't play any games they didn't have any time for that these women will have a guy on the back burner again their fear is missing out on the guy but the thing is they're choosing a guy just like they're playing whack-a-mole because many of them are not going to go so deep as to really get to know them they're going off optics, aesthetics. I don't know what's really attached to them or really associated with them. Now, the other thing, hypergamy, that has fucked up more women than anything else. This perception of being overvalued. (laughs) Ladies, let me tell you something. The only people that are really going to adhere to that are going to be weaker men. You know, the guys that are in your DMs because you got a butt shot on Instagram or something like that. And most of those guys in fucked up relationships, sneaking around probably at work in a break room, chatting with you or whatever, because they can't do it at home around their woman. These are the guys that have already made the choices got baby mamas in a fucked up living situation and it's kind of I mutual. Mean, the guy would really want to fuck you if he could but you know good and well he's after you and he's thirsty right now another thing I hear a lot when it comes to compliments Ladies, let me tell you something, if you're at a level where a man has to validate you by saying that you're smart, you're intelligent, you're beautiful, it's about as insulting as people who tell me I'm articulate because I'm black. It's not a compliment folks, It's a slap in the fucking face. What's so complimentary about learning the English language the way it's supposed to be spoken? And written. That's a necessity. That's a basic necessity. That's a necessity like almost wiping your ass. It's a backhanded compliment. As I told you before, the confident woman who observes the well? that is going to be the woman that the men are going to seek the most the one with the fewest demands the reason why she has fewer demands is because all the demands she needed for her own well-being she's already provided for herself the only people you're going to find making most of those demands are people that can't do that for themselves That's the way it is. And a lot of it has to do with women being frustrated by the lot they got in life. They may not have had a rich family. They may not have had assets. As men, we can't get frustrated over that shit because what's given to us in the beginning, nothing for the most part. We gotta go out there and work and earn all our shit. We're not expecting to be entitled to anything or given anything. We don't expect someone to take care of us. We have to do it ourselves. This is the reason why it's so abhorrent to a woman for a man telling her that she should take care of Now, let's examine other cultures where this is the norm. There's a group called the, I believe they're called the Akala. And they're in the areas of Thailand, China, Laos, China, and in uh, Myanmar. You live in that area. They are technophobes. They don't like a lot of technology for the most part and they have a tradition just like I spoke about the Bulgarian Pride market. Now with this group of folks, the men don't do shit, they don't even have a job for the most part, they drink tea, listen to music and fuck their wives, now the wives are required to wake up at dawn, and work until the field dust. that means clean the house, take care of the kids, work in the fields, the whole nine yards, and these women are complaining, It's their culture and their tradition. Something that they grew up in. Now, the man can go and get another wife if he chooses to do so. And his current wife has to accept the other woman. And in some cases, he may allow his wife to help choose the other woman. And this other woman assumes the same duties as the wife in assisting her That's a hell of a thing where, honey, could you help me clean up the house? No, baby, I'll tell you what, let's go, let me go and get married and get another wife and she can help you clean up the house. How about that? By Western standards, we think that's fucked up. But in their culture, that's the way it is. Cultural relevance and social environments is very important. This is something they value. And these women are not complaining part of their culture and they rear their daughters the same way now one of the trending things now of course has to do with these um, life rentals, and this is a global phenomenon not so much in the west but definitely in Asia and certain parts of Europe what this means is that you can pay a woman to be your wife for a day, a week, a month, a full year. It depends on the terms of the contract. And these companies will invoice you for it. They do this in Japan, they do it throughout Asia. Now, what's involved with these contracts? It depends. Some don't even have sex involved. It may be where she cleans the house nude, or she may just clean the house, or she may decide to have it where she takes care of a guy. Now, a lot of elderly men are actually opting for this, where these women will go and take care of them while they're ailing. Of course, these are guys that can afford it. Now, as the wife, she's allowed to do certain things. It's a grocery store, gives her ATM card, etc., etc. Some of these companies may be bonded, others may not. Now, in the contracts you could have whether not they could have kids, whether they could have sex, whether they could even get married after a certain period of being together. And many of these women are from countries where things are not that great economically. Meaning that there is a high demand of women of color in this particular genre. Now. The reason why a lot of these men do this is largely based on the fact that some of them have been widowed others have a situation where wife has left them because of ed or whatever it could be a situation where the guy just wants to try out marriage before he actually gets married and they go through all of the things she sleeps with them, the whole nine yards, so there's no queer um, in many of these arrangements. Now, some of the rentals go for $100 a day, like in Japan. There was one guy that I think he was paying something like 1700 a month, and he got, I think, something like eight women. His wives. So, in that way, one woman didn't have to do all of the tasks. It's up to you, fellas. Now, some of you ladies are saying, oh my God, that's gross. Sure enough, it could sound gross. But here's the other option on this that we have to look at. You look at countries like Zambia, there are white women coming from the European nations. Went down there to sleep with black men walking around in speedos on the beach throughout africa in general jamaica when they come down to hedonism a friend of mine he was telling me that his wife and his and his wife's girlfriend were going to jamaica and it was a girl's trip and he said man what do you think's going on down there i said i gonna be honest with you you got to lean on the integrity of your wife I said, but most women when they go down to Jamaica they're gonna get some dick. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this dick just laying all around for them. I said, just like men go and have sex tours, women do the same. The only thing is it's not so pronounced. Go, huh, I don't believe it. I said, think about it. I said. Here's the thing, we only think about in the context of things that's just taught to us or is presented to us. I said, if you notice when they talked about slaves sleeping with white girls, black men sleeping with white girls back during slavery, you notice what they always did? They made it in the context of the white girl being young like the black man was, but it was usually the opposite. The white woman was older and was past childbearing years and the black slave was younger. Which meant that it was less of a threat. She didn't have to worry about getting pregnant. And more than likely, she'll get some young dick because the master was already sleeping with the young black girls. So he and his wife didn't have sex so well, in some cases. It's amazing how some of those old Civil War journals, some of those journals that were never published, that people post from great-great-grandparents, it's amazing how those things never made it in the history. And the reason why they didn't was because it went against the narrative of Way the South wanted to present itself. Certain organizations representing the South. It would have interfered with their narrative. They didn't talk about the homosexuality that took place during the Civil War, which Ken Burns addressed in the Civil War series. People didn't want to hear that shit, didn't want to see it. Of course, they didn't want to put that in documented history because it would have gone counterintuitive. See, what you have to realize is that in the United States, as an example, we're a self-righteous nation. We say one thing on the surface, but we do backdoor deals on the other side of it. See, if we were so self-righteous, we'd be like China, for instance. It really would be more like North Korea if we were self-righteous. but we're not, thank goodness. We're not. We don't require that much of allegiance for something. You look at the politicians. Many of them make look at some of the laws and they're saying, well, what if my kid got involved in something like this? What would be an alpha that, that child? Some of them look at that and they'll pass laws based on some of those loopholes. These are things we have to think about. Now, when it comes down to dealing with a woman, fellas, choosing a woman, let's look at some of the things that we need to go and look for first. We want to look for one, self-confidence. We do not want a woman who does not have that. We're not talking ego, we're not talking attitude, we're not talking her mouthing off about she's a strong whatever woman or that she's an alpha female. We don't want any of that bullshit because that's all it is is bullshit. I've seen more, quote-unquote, self-proclaimed alpha females wind up getting fucked over by beta males and by omega males and guys that really went about shit. I've seen alpha males get the same thing done. Number two, usually when someone talks about them being an alpha anything, that's an insecurity that they have to go and shore up. To let you know that. That's what you alphas don't have to do. Ever say it. Someone else says it for them. The same thing with queen. The same thing with king. When I hear a woman say, well, I'm a queen. Yeah, you're a queen in your own fucking mind. In your own... Quite funny, they don't have queendoms. They have kingdoms, don't they? Mm interesting. The next thing you want to look for is someone that is not seeking attention. The reason why you want to definitely focus in on that woman because it goes back to self-confidence. She doesn't need validation. She's validated herself. She's not in the pack. She's the one outside. The other thing you want to look for in a woman. When communicating, not only eye contact, you want to also about her feedback is she using the terms you've used to describe something so she wants to know about your background you tell her and then she wants to feed this back to you is she using the same vernacular the same words or same type of words if so What she is doing is she's bringing herself closer to you. She's trying to create a norm of identification, like a nexus. Number four. This is very important. You're looking for any kind of delusion. What I say about delusion, things that she is superimposing on you, on the relationship, or on her, that has not any feasible way of evolving, at least within a certain period of time. This is important. Because a lot of women will go into relationships delusional. They will stay that way and it will get worse. You know, I always tell you about situation, right? That's the next one. Each of us have a situation. Or has a situation for you. grammatically correct folks. A situation we have to contend with now what is the problem with the situation the problem is disclosure for most people what can I say about this situation I'm dealing with that won't run this person off fellas what you're looking for is as much of the truth as you possibly can here this right here ladies is a pivotal factor with men and this is one of the reasons why a lot of men will leave you if you fuck this part up about describing your situation if you omit if you omit something that is crucial that will come back to bite them in the ass later on in, in the relationship Please understand, he will leave you over this omission of the situation. This is crucial. Can't stress it enough. You think it's a little white light you could tell, or something you don't have to talk to him about, uh, it's none of his business. I'm talking about something that's going to impact the relationship immediately. You could have a crazy boyfriend out there that wants to kill you and yet you're going on a date with this guy the next night and you didn't inform him of this because you thought that would run him away you let that crazy boyfriend shows up show up and let him have to contend with that situation you're gonna leave your ass no questions asked your little pussy ain't gonna keep it. His life is more important than what's between your legs, because you can get that from any other woman. The next thing, fellas. Women using sex as a destination. They're using sex as a destination for the relationship. And they want to take you through this long as drawn out up and down period of time. And even if she claims that she's deciding to establish a friendship first, what you may notice with some women, they're going to leave out the component of the two of you actually being romantic and focus more on the external things, such as going to the movies, going out, you spending money. And they're going to wear that out as long as they can. Now, what I found the best way to get to this is like this. There are different ways to approach it. The lady told me, "Oh, it's going to be a long time before we even do anything," and so I accepted at face value. And so we started going out, and I realized, "Shit, you I'm know, just throwing away money because you know she's going to." Oh, well, where are we going next? It was always. Where are we going next time? That was always the question. It was never, well, did you enjoy this or did you enjoy that? It was like you were always opening gifts for them, right? Well, it got to a point I said, well, we're not going to do anything. I just said, well, at that time we had been dating like eight weeks. We really didn't have a solid friendship because she was trying to be mysterious and elusive and all this other dumb shit that some people will try to do. And so I told her, I said, look, we have been going out long enough. If we're not gonna fuck, we don't need to be together. <laughs> and her mouth dropped. I can't believe it. You're so rude and disrespectful. I said, call it what you like. I said, it was rude and disrespectful. You had wasted my goddamn time and money too. And when she was like, oh, you're being passive aggressive. I said, no, I'm being realistic. The fact of the matter is we don't have a relationship per se. We don't have a friendship. You're just some motherfucker that comes up every week wanting to go out somewhere. Why am I with you? Well, I thought we were working on the relationship. You know where I live, I don't even know where you live. This lady would always have me Pick her up at her friend's house, girlfriend's house, etc. etc. So I knew something was up. What was happening? She was trying to get back with her baby dad. Baby dad didn't want to have nothing to do with her. You have to watch what you're dealing with, fellas. Because they'll come at you like that. situation again behavior as I've always told you the behavior of the person will lead to the situation that they're in usually so she tells you that you know she got to go to court because she got caught shoplifting at Walmart what does that tell you let's look at character which means theft is acceptable, right? Situation, she's got a court date. Well, no, I'll go with behavior first, right? Right after uh, character. You yeah, have behavior, which means theft is acceptable. And then we go to situation which left her in the situation so theft left her going to court so the result is when you meet this woman what you're meeting is a woman who thinks theft is okay That has to suffer the consequences of her decision. Which leaves you with a woman that's more than likely going to go to jail or have some other commitment that's going to encumber your relationship. So you can see. The method, right? Character leads to behavior, leads to situation, leads to results and consequences. Don't fall in their category. Now, what are the five things that she failed to protect? This right here should be monumental to you guys. Fellas, if she has not protected five things I always tell you to protect as a man, she fucked up. Her freedom her mobility, her wealth, her decision-making skills, and her reputation. Those are the five things you should protect if you're gonna be marketable to anyone. You lose those five, you ain't got shit. You lose the first one you're done, which is freedom. Think about it. One thing that should be at the agenda for both of you is retaining your personal freedoms when do most relationships get in trouble it's when they try to keep everything private and illegal shit happens and at first you think okay well that's a one-off and then it happens again and then again until it builds up and then before you know it You got this victim. You got this person. That can no longer take that shit no more. Nip it in the bud in the beginning. If there's something wrong, speak up. Don't be ashamed to walk away from the shit if it doesn't work. Now, here's another problem that some women face too. Especially you older ladies. I gotta get on your asses too. Because y'all do some dumb shit too from time to time. Some of you well be in a bad relationship especially if you made some poor life choices along the way like being married four times or five times yeah that's you that's not the other person sorry that's you that would have been the equivalent of you being on five airline flights and each one of those flights crashed and you survived every one of them See how ridiculous the odds are? So you decide to get with this last guy and you're going to stick with him no matter what because you don't feel like going out there looking for somebody else that's better suited for you than this jackass. So you stay in it. Complaining all the way. Trying to make him change, hoping that he will change and then feel as though you're stuck. You dig your own grave there because you're not objective. You're not looking at it from the standpoint, you know, this shoe doesn't fit. Let me get a shoe that does. Oh, you wiggle your feet in there because you like those shoes. You like the way the relationship is. Well, you know, you have bunions. Damn toes look like piano keys. And there you are. Mad at the world, mad at him, mad at yourself. But some of you are so afraid of being alone, you will fuck up in one relationship and go right to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. And have this treacherous troll of dudes that you now dislike, and you blame it all on them, and it came down to you. As I told you before, ladies. You have multiple kids by multiple men. Let me tell you what we look at on that, just to give you a little insight. You're thinking that oh, it always because you have the, we'll say you have five kids, by five different baby daddies. We're Going extreme here. We're not looking at the kids as being a problem. Kids, number one, they're exempt from any scrutiny. The reason being they had no participation in how they got here. So you can't use that argument against men. We don't accept that shit. Number two, what do we look for? The first thing we're looking for is your decision-making skills. And the big question, why did you choose those guys. Now the normal answer we'll get is you loved him, he told you, you believed. You can go down the list of possibilities. So many. Then the next thing we ask, why? Children with him and this is where a lot of women get upset and they shut down and they become very defensive what are some of the answers we'll get Tried to keep him wanted to have a part of him wanted something to love me back I grew up in a broken family the list can go on and on now this is the kind of scrutiny that most single mothers who had multiple children from different men don't want to face next question ladies that some men may ask does any of the baby's fathers have other children by other women? That's a hell of a question. Because the answer is yes, most guys are going to say, fuck, no, I am going to be with your ass. And the reason being is this. You made a poor choice in men that make poor choices, in women, y'all belong together, and this is the way guys look at it. But of course, you'll never get in depth to answer those questions because at one point you're going to shut down well before those questions are asked because it's going to make you feel uncomfortable, it's going to make you feel like a victim, like you're picking on me. But the actual thing comes down to instead of the guy putting you under that scrutiny you should put yourself under that scrutiny before and here's the thing i'm saying ladies if you're young and you haven't had any children yet and you are thinking about getting with a man here's some of the things you should look for first of all number one is he paying child support to anyone or does he have any children as he as, as of the time you've met him Next question, has he ever married one of those mothers? If the answer is no on the second one and yes on the first one, a little bit more investigation needs to take place. Number three, does he want any more children? If he answers yes on this, next question should be, would you have a commitment, of an issue with the commitment of marriage before having a child? I guarantee you, you're gonna thin out so many men with that question. See, at this level, what you're dealing with, you're dealing with a man that's already procreated with another woman. Didn't marry, for instance. So what that means is that there's a good high probability you'll wind up being a baby mama on that same chain of women. Now his money can only go so far as far as paying child support, right? So let's be realistic about it. Will you have a man all to yourself? No, not really. so in this regard the other thing you have to watch is this ladies you have to also look at the caliber of woman that he's dealt with the reason why I say this is because you may be in that same orbit of women as he sees it not necessarily from your perspective but from his and that could be problematic for you at some point because it's like uh no you don't you don't treat me the way you you you're not going to treat me the way you treat them that kind of thing so these are things that you'll have to be privy of now A few of you Caucasian gentlemen have written in asking questions in regards to, especially minority women, black women, as far as trying to understand why many of them are so self-conscious. See, you have to remember, you're the white male. You're the one that people in the West love. You are the first choice for many women, for most women in Western civilization. So you'll run across women that may feel as though if I get with him, he could protect me. However, they're also conscious of the fact that society is not accepting her as much as they're accepting you. there's a good possibility they don't accept your decision. So she may have to deal with some of the treatment associated with it. As long as she's around you in public, she's treated a certain way. But if she tries to, t- uh, try to exist in that same environment that you're in, independent of you, she may not be treated as well. Oh, and it goes with men too, minority men, dealing with Caucasian women. But see, it's all based on the treatment of a minority by the majority in general. It's about attitudes. And each environment is different. So there's not this mass racial conspiracy against one group. You have people that have similar sentiments, similar thoughts. What do people do? coagulate just like blood stick together now the one thing I'm going to leave you with here is this no matter where you are on your dating path in life relationships or whatever you're gonna have to start making pretty good decisions because this person is going to impact your life in one way or the other even if it's no more than taking up time for the relationship to evolve Hard to see whether or not you guys fit in together. But at some point, you're going to be associated with someone else. You just want to make sure that you're making the best choices when you do. The clock is ticking. Take care, folks. Love you all. Talk to you on tomorrow. We at Romantic Truth appreciate your listenership. Listeners. You're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, AudioMac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography.
1: The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of the host and are not condoned or endorsed by Romantic Truth, Anchor, or any of its affiliates.
0: The advice given herein is the expressed opinion of the host and not to be used for legal marital or family counseling or for professional practice purposes in the event for professional assistance please contact the local licensed professional family counselor marriage counselor or social services professional in your region
1: if you need someone to talk to in regards to help you may contact the national suicide prevention lifeline at 800-273-8255 available 24 hours all correspondences read on the show have been pre-screened and pre-approved by the submitter to be aired on the show.
0: Be advised that all of the background music of production not provided by Anchor is owned by James Adams and Jaws and One Music exclusively licensed for this Romantic Truth Podcast under waiver. Please understand that there were no people or animals hurt in the segments of this show including plants. All sound effects were improvised in the studio setting with props we are an equal opportunity employer with two yorkie poodles and a rat terrier as the
1: security detail please be advised that the content of this podcast is under copyright by romantic truth and james adams